passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. War Eagle, everybody. Welcome into yet another episode of Believe in Everything Auburn. You are listening to the wonderful sounds of Mr. Jason Campbell and Taylor Davis. That would be me, yours truly. We're here to talk everything Auburn. We're actually here to talk uh, SEC kind of more in general. You know how we do outside of football season. We kind of keep you updated on a bunch of stuff that's relevant and uh, in line with Auburn athletics. And that's what we're here to do. We hope everyone's having a fantastic week. Now that we are back, Jason and I took a couple weeks off for vacation. Last week, we got you caught up on the TJ Finley transfer. If you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you go back and check it out. We did a deep dive into that big news of the quarterback transfer. And today, we'll get you caught up on more news that's been coming out as of late in regards to the transfer portal, in-person visits. As I always say, sports never sleep. And let me tell you what. I barely sleep because I'm working in Major League Baseball now, and uh, you know I'm I'm a little tired. I can't lie. Yeah, Taylor. See, welcome to the the professional sports world, Taylor. Ooh. And now you can t- let everybody know just how crazy it really is, and oh, uh, and um, the amount of rest and sleep that you get is not much at all. So, yeah. I mean, Jason and I were talking before we started recording. Just, I mean, the respect that I have for these athletes for their families. I mean, this is, it's a grind, you know, I think people idolize professional athletics and, and being a professional athlete. And I certainly think there's, there's a lot of perks to it. Don't get me wrong, but now having a a kind of behind the scenes, look at this, it really is a grind. I don't think people talk about it enough. And my background has primarily been football and, not that they don't, you know, have crazy schedules and work hard as well and, and have long hours, but you have a week in between games. Like, this is just – it's every flipping day. It's it's wild. I have a, a major level of respect for the guys that I'm covering. So, But I am certainly keeping my eyes and ears toward Auburn, as I always do, making sure I stay in the loop, and so does Jason Campbell. So we're going to get you caught up on everything that's happening down on the plains But first, we're going to tell you guys about our sponsor. Y'all already know who it is, BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So make sure you head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We're going to transition here to some Auburn sports updates. We'll try and keep you caught up on what's been going on. Uh, Jason's favorite 
topic to discuss the transfer portal, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Auburn offensive tackle Prince Michael Sammons has entered the transfer portal. That's the seventh to enter in the last 32 days for Auburn. Uh, he just felt like that was the best thing for him, but as they exit more enter and so enters central Michigan transfer running back, Jordan Ingram. This guy is actually a mobile native. Uh, he's going to be a preferred walk on at first, likely we'll get his scholarship by fall. But uh, according to stats as a high school senior, he rushed for 1,394 yards and 18 touchdowns. Also catching 15 passes for 195 yards and one touchdown. He will have four years of eligibility at Auburn and obviously adding to that running back room that we have talked about numerous times while it has incredible quality in that room it doesn't have the quantity that you feel solid about especially in Auburn's run heavy offense and you gotta feel like Cadillac is really pounding the pavement trying to get some more names on that list I've said this before I remember a few seasons back we got the depth chart for an Auburn game and there were six running backs listed on the depth chart. Like, we are used to having – it is a requirement for this Auburn offense. And, you know, we saw last year Tank ended up getting a little banged up a little bit. It, injuries are inevitable or just fatigue is inevitable. And you got to assume that the, the you know, run-heavy offense is still going to continue at Auburn because you've got names like Tank Bigsby and Sean Shivers, but they can't bear it all alone. You know, this is a gauntlet of a season, especially in the SEC. Those defensive lines that they're facing are brick houses. So the depth at this position is absolutely crucial. And to see one come in from the transfer portal, a mobile native, Auburn is very important to him. I was really excited to see this get, and I would assume that the coaching staff was really excited about this one as well. Yeah, this kid was highly recruited out of high school. And uh, like I said, he ended up choosing Central Michigan, but he was offered by Auburn, LSU, Arkansas, um, you know, I think Alabama. So he was very highly touted uh, as, as coming out of the Mobile area. And I think for him to come back to the state that he grew up playing high school ball in, I think it means a lot. I think once he probably got to Central Michigan and understanding that, you know, he probably was recruited by Charlie Fry, who is now the quarterback coach at Miami with the Dolphins. And I think since he left, you know, when your recruiting guy leaves, you, you kind of feel like you're an empty nester, you know, like the guy that brought you there is kind of gone. So then I think he probably wants, wanted to get back to home as well and get back to close to home because it's not as easy for your family. Guys don't really think about this, but when you get to these college campuses, you want family support. Like you want to be able to have your family oh, yeah. there on Saturdays and spring games. But I think having the opportunity to come to Auburn and look at our depth chart and say, hey, you know, they're kind of low right now in running backs. It's only really three there on the roster. Uh, you know, so, you know, I know we have Barrett, Barrett that's there, which is considered four. Now he's coming in. Ingram makes it five because we got the kid Hunter from high school that signed with us. So, you know, we went from two to three to five really quick. So, you know, it just goes to show, you know, that Coach Harson is really diving into trying to, add depth at every position he want to be two to three deep and he also wants to provide competitive atmosphere and uh and the bus doesn't stop there you know it's been heard that there's another transfer receiver that may be considering auburn and he played at the university of Troy over the last over the last two years and you know his name is let me see kaylin geiger okay i might be saying it wrong but i think i'm saying it right but he uh, he's entered the transfer portal and 
you know, he had two really good years. You know, he had 141 passes and 1,625 yards and eight touchdowns over two years for for Troy Trojans. And, you know, will he follow his coach over to Auburn? So, you know, we know we were thin a little bit at the receiver position after losing three of our top guys from last season. So, you know, this is another opportunity for another guy to come in. So our best recruiter this year has been in the transfer portal. So, and it's been with guys that already have experience. So it's just like going to a Juco Taylor and getting a guy and saying, coming over. Except we're going to another D1 program and getting a guy to come over. So, you know, it's just, uh, that's something you can't teach is experience. And right now, we really need that in the first year of Coach Harson, who's trying to show that he's he's trying to be competitive right off that. I agree. I mean, I think that experience is is so crucial anytime that you take the field. Obviously, you know, there are those special talents that come out of high school and can make an impact immediately. Tank Bigsby. But sometimes, you know, you really that first year is so pivotal for you to just understand this new world that you're in because it is such a big jump. How many former athletes have we had come on this show to discuss their transition from high school to college and almost all of them say I was the big fish in the small pond in high school and just assumed it was going to be that way when I got to college and then you get to the SEC and you're slapped around a little bit you're reminded that no hold up wait there is a whole nother level for me to attain and so guys that are coming into Auburn and into this kind of influx of of newness that Auburn is dealing with them having that understanding and that experience at the college level is actually going to be so advantageous for the season that Auburn football is in right now so I get really excited when I see this I know that the transfer portal is somewhat of a hot button topic right now and there you know are certainly arguments to the side that it's not positive but it's the reality of college football right now it's what we're dealing with and so if you if you have to deal with it you got to find the positives of it and certainly for us you know like we talked about last week Donovan Kaufman coming in from Vanderbilt like those kinds of things TJ Finley coming from LSU having that experience under your belt you're able to translate it to the field whenever you get to Auburn and so it helps them because look we're also racing against the clock here I don't think we talk about that enough like bringing in an entirely new coaching staff having them flip everything upside down we're losing guys we're gaining guys we are just now getting in-person visits with recruits which we're going to talk about in a minute the the head coach hasn't been in the sec like so much new it makes my head spin and also we're a few months from kickoff like newsflash it's going to be here really flipping quick they had half of their time kind of compromised because we were still on the back end of a pandemic like they are up against so much and the clock is ticking really quickly so for them to be bringing in guys that are kind of gonna have that experience so they can jump ahead a little bit in the adjustment period is crucial so really excited to see Jordan Ingram join this group you know I saw a quote from him he was speaking with reporters saying he believes if he works really hard and spends a lot of time in the playbook he believes he can make an impact early and I think that that is certainly something that we're going to need to see while we have two incredible running backs they they can't do it alone so I look forward to seeing what he can do and as I mentioned the in-person visits have now began um, which is Fantastic news, just reiterating that we are 
pretty much back to normal. And that is so encouraging, but it's the first in-person visits that recruits are able to have with this new coaching staff, eight recruits visited on Tuesday, including Jordan Ingram, who obviously is not a high school recruit, but went on his official visit and was very impressed with everything he saw uh, from reports that have come out, all of the recruits kind of gave great statements about their experience at Auburn, still feeling that family atmosphere and, and feeling like it's home. So great to hear that that is still what people take away when they visit the Plains. But obviously a new coaching staff for the first time getting to host these guys and, and interact with them in person, it's it's a huge deal because you, you, there's only so much you can do on Zoom and, and on, you know, virtual visits. Um when you think back to your time going through recruiting, you know, a hundred years ago, um, huh. what were, <laughs> just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, what were some things that you were looking for? Not just at Auburn. I mean, mention that as well, kind of what stood out to you, but when you're going on those in-person visits, especially if you're a recruit that has a lot of offers and is getting to do a lot of these visits, what were some things that kind of stood out to you and some things that you were looking for on those days that would ultimately help you make that decision? Yeah. You know, let's go back 21 years ago. Uh, you know, I was recorded to be a Zach, um, everybody, you know, not telling my age, but Hey, I'm happy. You know, I feel like I look good. I feel good. You know, You're doing good, so, so yeah, I feel like I'm doing good for myself. So I will say this, when you're going to recruit and visit, the first thing you want to look at is what direction is the program going in? You know, uh, are they tendering, are they trending up? Are they trending towards a transition where coaches may be, you know, on a hot seat or you, you want to make sure you're going into a stability program. And, and the next thing you want to know is like, okay, how, how, are, how is everything, the atmosphere as far as like, like you talk about, like the family atmosphere, because when you go to college, you're basically getting adopted by a new family. And so how is it going to play best for you? Like, not just from a football aspect, but from a personal aspect, from a spiritual aspect, from a, you know, a growth aspect, like you become a boy to a man while you're in college and a girl to a woman while you're in college. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so much of that is like, and you have so much free time that you're not with your parents anymore. You're now transitioning. So can these coaches help you transition to where you're trying to go as a man, first and foremost, and then secondly, as an athlete, can they help you get to the next level? And uh, if that's a dream of yours, just give you the opportunity. They can't promise you that. Nothing's promised. Like you have to work for it. But can you see yourself having an opportunity to succeed there, to position yourself to have a career at the next level? And so those are things that you have to have to look at and, and, and everything. And and I definitely looked at that. You know, when I came to Auburn, my visit, it definitely I definitely felt the family atmosphere. I definitely felt like I was coming to a stability situation with Coach. Tuberville was hired the year before, so I knew he wasn't going anywhere right off bat. And they were trending upward and uh, yeah. and everything. So I wanted to be a part of the program that helped the program get back to where it used to be in the glory days. And, uh, right. and to me, that meant something rather than going to a program that was already on top that you feel like, because I had those opportunities, could have went anywhere. And uh, But I wanted to go somewhere that football had, had is a, was a really big part of this a really big part of the program and not that Mississippi wasn't it's yeah. just that I wanted something different you know I have been there for 18 years I wanted just something different and it was still close enough where I can go and I can see the opportunity for me to go to this program and could have a big impact 
and and make a difference. Don't overthink it. Like I think these kids yeah. overthink it way too much. They thinking about the NFL. I wasn't thinking about the NFL when I came out of high school. Mm-hmm. I had a dream as a kid that I was going to be a professional athlete. I just didn't know it was going to be football or basketball, and I worked my tail off. But when I got to Auburn, it was about what can I do at Auburn to make yep. an impact and make a difference. I didn't start thinking about the NFL. I really didn't even watch NFL games until like my junior year. And wow. then that was because guys that I was playing with at Auburn had gone on to the NFL. So we was watching them. Yeah. But most of the time we was pretty much di- diving into our playbook and diving into what we was trying to achieve at Auburn. So, you know, I wanted to make an impact at Auburn because I was like, why worry about the future when I ain't even taking care of the now? And I think these kids worry about taking care of the future before the now. And uh, I think that's wow. why their minds get overthinking so much. And, you know, people get caught up into, well, you can make this or you can make that. Like, no, make the best of where you're at. Go through your hiccups. Go through your your bumps in the road. Like, it's preparing you for something. But if you just always try to run from it, you will keep doing the same reversal every time. So, you know, I just tell parents, man, be patient with these kids and don't put this pressure on them. Guys, stop putting pressure on yourself. Don't overthink the situation. Like, take it one day at a time and take it one step at a time. Taking care of the now. That is so true. I feel like athletes, it's getting shorter and shorter the amount of time that we're allowing them to just be where they are and enjoy the game and just kind of focus on the present. We're pushing everyone to the future so quickly. I mean, think about basketball one year, one and done. Like you don't get to Mm -hmm. focus on where you are. It's about career immediately. Like be a college athlete, be a college athlete and enjoy everything that comes with that. Your future career is going to come. And look, I think that people misconstrue focusing on the present somehow means you're not being proactive about your future. Wrong. If you're doing everything correctly and you're focused on becoming your best athlete or or whatever it is you're aspiring to be in the now, that's laying the foundation for your future. So in a way, you are improving upon, you know, whatever skills you've been blessed with that are going to benefit you down the road, but only having tunnel vision toward that career, toward the amount of money you can make, like you're missing such a huge developmental period where you probably could have become better if you just would have focused on where you were right then. So I think that's a fantastic uh, kind of angle to take that. And and for recruits, that's what they need to envision. Um, and the rest will come as it's supposed to. So definitely exciting to know that recruits are back on campus getting to see the university that we know and love so well. And I have no doubt that it's making quite the impact on them. I did want to get your input because as season kicks off in September, obviously we're going to start the season at home with Akron, and then we're going to have Alabama State. But game three, which I know we all were already circling because it's an away game at Penn State, not a typical matchup we get to see, but certainly an interesting one. It just got more interesting because television schedule has been announced up until that point. It is going to be the ABC primetime game. Mm-hmm. Woo. I'm uh I'm already sweating a little bit. But yeah, I that's, a, to get... that's a bucket list. What are you talking about? Like that's, that's a huge. bucket list. Like people already a guy I was playing golf with, uh, you know, I know you're jealous, but a guy I was playing golf with on Friday. Oh, you know, he's an Auburn guy. And said, man, I can't wait to go to this Penn State game. It's a night game. 
everything, man. This is on my bucket list and, you know, and it's going to be a whiteout game. So everybody's going to be having these white shirts on. And he was just like, man, can you imagine a night game? And I was just like, yeah, that is going to be a great one. I said, cause you know, I love willing plan on going myself. I was just like, I usually don't try to go to all the way games, but if there's going to be a great atmosphere, I try to go. And, uh, so this should be fun. Uh, night game, exciting, make your hair stand up on your arm. It's going to be rocking. I expect Auburn to be 2-0 going into there. The only thing that kind of concerns me a little bit, Taylor, is the fact that Penn State plays Wisconsin, I think, opening up. And they are already going to be a little bit more battle-tested than we yep. are. We, we play, you know, Alabama State and Akron. Open up with Akron and Alabama State. So we're going to get a chance to get through some kinks, but I don't expect us to be battle-tested. And our first battle right. test is going to come on national TV, ABC, in a hostile environment and, you know, under new coaching staff. So that's the only thing that kind of concerns me with that game being so soon. And with our opponents, our first two game opponents not being very challenging. That's the only thing that kind of concerns me about that. But the atmosphere, I hope you can go. I hope you can have an opportunity to go. Like this would be crazy for all the Auburn fans. I'm pretty sure people are already booking flights and trying to figure out a way how to where they're going to stay at. So you mentioned not being battle tested by that point, and I agree with you. It feels reminiscent of a few seasons ago when our season opener was Oregon in the kickoff game, and it was prime time, and we had true freshman Bo Nix at quarterback, and it seemed like a very, very big stage to learn about your team, you know? And mm -hmm. I think I am so grateful that this is week three, not week one, because while we probably won't be battle tested, there will certainly be some kinks that can get worked out in weeks one and two, just in terms of being in an actual game environment and, you know, the endurance and, and, you know, any play hiccups, like those kinds of things can be worked out. But do you think by week three, the first and I'm not giving any disrespect to Akron and Alabama State, okay? They're going to have some some caliber athletes, and you don't sleep on early season, you know, games like that. But <clears throat> the first opponent, you know, of, I guess, we'll just say Power 5, Power 5 mm -hmm. opponent. Do you think that we will be in a quarterback debate at that game? I just don't. Not at that no. time, just because okay. of the simple fact of who we were playing the first two games. And Bo really plays really well at home. His his Achilles heel has been on the road and this will be his first big test on the road as a junior. And uh, now this game could dictate whether or not after this, do they start trying to play both of them? Uh, but I think mm. going into it, both of them will play the first two games because I expect Auburn to be the Auburn that they want to be, that they should, you know, handle these teams and both te both of these guys should get opportunity to get reps and get in-game experience. And uh, because both of them need in-game experience anyway. Bo needs it in a new offense. T.J. Finley needs it to get accustomed to all the new the nuances of coaching, teammates, um, being in a new uniform. Uh, seeing different guys, uh, you know, whether it's with the second string guys or what, he just needs an opportunity to get his feet wet as well because you right. never know when both of these guys are called upon. And I do think, like I said, the third game of Penn State, you know, for Bo, it's a huge game just because, you know, it has been tough for him on the road in the past mm -hmm. two years. And I think this is a game that he can go there and play well. He makes it harder for TJ to have a chance to to get on the field. 
And if he goes there and he struggles a little bit, then, you know, it probably opens the door for the, for the competition to to, to start to become bigger and bigger. Right. I am very intrigued to see how all of that plays out. Even this summer, I think it'll be very interesting to see how Finley kind of sets in and, you know, if he kind of makes a push for Bo's job, it'll be interesting, but yeah, that that's going to be a huge game. I'm really excited to see, uh, how that one shapes up. But uh, before we close out, got to mention a couple other sports and updates. Basketball recruiting dead period is over, and Bruce Pearl has quite a list of talent on their official visits this week, including three five-stars. My guy is just killing it right now. I mean, I just (laughs) – I think that Auburn basketball is just on the cusp of a really – I mean, not on the cusp. We've been on a on a fantastic trajectory, but I just I feel really good about where things are headed. And I think we're not only going to attain excellence, but it's going to be a habit. I, I think that uh-huh. this program is going to become one of the top tier programs that is competing every year, not just fluke years. And credit to Bruce Pearl and what he's built and the work he puts in year round. I'm just I'm excited. Yeah, I say this, Taylor. Dang, that was really loud. I'm sorry, fans, but I just kind of got pumped up for a second when she said we got three, five star. Um, you know, we're talking about Auburn basketball here, and you're talking about like, okay, yes, last year was a little down year, uh, just because we had so many guys that that change over, and then mm-hmm. dealing with COVID, and you got kids coming out of high school, you're not even put your hands on them in the summer because of COVID. You're not able to, you're not knowing if your point guard is going to be playing or not playing. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint what you're trying to do when you don't know who's playing or not playing. And uh, so, you know, and then these guys don't understand what the treat is to have Auburn basketball fans in the arena that we have. We have one of the best college football, college basketball arenas. And I've been to many games in this new arena and it gets loud because it feels like the crowd and 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 the fans like right on you. And yep. it's kind of like, uh, you know, in Cameron Center up in Duke, you know, where the fans feel like they're like right on you. you no, know, Auburn's kind of their arena's kind of built that way. And um, and I say this, like, I feel bad for the kids like uh, Sharif Cooper and those guys because they didn't get the opportunity to really experience the trueness of Auburn basketball at the fullest. And yep. You know, of course, yes, he chose to go into the pros. We wish him best and everything. But the kids that are coming in this season they had an opportunity to play in front of this crowd they're going to play in and the people are already getting pumped up and excited. Like they're in for a real treat because these fans have not been to a basketball game in so long that do you know the electricity that's going to happen inside that, inside that building once fans are in there with all the new LED lights, not just on the football field. We have new LED lights in basketball as well. And they will be neutralized <laughs> and you would get the experience and the treat that you haven't seen in years That's from true. an experience standpoint. So I'm excited. I'm pumped. Um, what Bruce Pearl is doing. Every time a guy talks, he, he just brings the energy. And, yeah, uh, he does. And he's pretty pumped, too, because he, he wants to prove people that, hey, we're getting back to the tournament this year. You know? oh, yeah. so, so people watch out for this basketball team. Yeah, dang right. Especially with some of the transfers he's gotten as well. It's just been crazy. Um, And also want to mention baseball, unfortunately not our Auburn Tigers, but nine SEC teams were selected in the NCAA baseball tournament, which is the most of any conference in the nation. Shout out 
SEC. Seven of those nine are actually regional hosts. So fantastic showing for the conference altogether. I'll just run through these real quick. Arkansas, who became the outright SEC champs, the SEC regular season winners, and the SEC tournament winners. They're just red hot right now. They will also be hosting Florida, playing host, South Carolina, hosting Alabama, Mississippi State, hosting Ole Miss, hosting LSU, Tennessee, hosting, and Vanderbilt, hosting. Really just flipping (laughs) impressive that that many – were selected in the tournament that many are playing hosts it's just a testament to the strength of the conference the competitive level I mean we talk all the time about you know the argument of the SEC being the strongest conference in football but you it seems like there's no debate anymore that it's the toughest conference in baseball and that just is fun to be a part of Uh, the women's college world series also kicks off this weekend and Georgia and Alabama are both in that. So uh, definitely exciting to see. We wish all of those. Well, Auburn's not (laughs) in the fight, but we'll pull for the conference, uh, which is always fun as well. Um, And to close it out, as Jason reminded me, women's golf wrapped up an incredible season finishing in the corner finals. So we definitely wanted to give a shout out to them and congratulate them on one heck of a season. Yeah, they had a great year. Um, you know, a great season. Uh, like I said, golf is people, if you don't realize, get out and try to play golf. If you haven't ever picked up some sticks and gone to play oh, golf, wow. I'm telling you, these clubs are not as easy as it looks on TV. It takes a lot of work and a lot of hard practice and a lot of time of just being precision and precise about where you're trying to pinpoint that ball to land on the green so that you will have a shot to put the ball with accuracy. So, yeah. you know, this is, um, this is a tremendous, I think, achievement for Auburn headed in the right direction. The tournament, I mean, the whole golf, was won by the SEC team, Ole Miss. Yep. Uh, so it shows you that the SEC is competitive at every at every level in every sport. So, <laughs> you know, kudos to our, to our, our conference. Um, like I said, you know, we're pulling for teams within our conference and everything because it 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 embodies everybody and it yeah. just shows a level of appreciation and respect that how hard it is when you win in our conference why you should be respected. That's why my 2004 SEC champions undefeated perfect season team is still a little bitter because we did everything we can in the hardest conference to I know. to do what you got to do. But I feel like we did open a door uh, for the next, for, for the SEC years after that, you know, we won seven national championships championships in a row. So, yep. you know, I think uh, volume speaks for itself, but kudos everybody. Agreed. The SEC just breeds winners. That's what it does. You know what I mean? So with that, we will close it out for the week. Thank you so much for listening to Believe in Everything Auburn. Jason and I really appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already because you'll get a notification every time we release an episode, which because of the nature of life, isn't always the same day. So a notification will help you tremendously. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like it, leave a review, tell your friends. And as we get closer to season, we will make sure we get more guests and have you fully prepared by the time kickoff happens in just a few short months. So everyone, enjoy your week. We'll be back next week uh, to cover whatever news happens between now and then. So make sure you're tuned in to us. Have a great week, everybody. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.